This is the 77 WABC minicast. I am not somebody that picks on uh, President Biden. You know, I, I hear a lot of radio shows of people, you know, taking kind of cheap shots at President Biden. That's not my thing. I, I try not to take cheap shots at anybody, but especially if someone's the president. I think even if you disagree with them, and look, I, I didn't vote for President Biden and am not planning to vote for him again. But I think even if you disagree with whoever the president happens to be, you um, you got to show respect. That being said, I was a little perplexed at something that President Biden said yesterday in um, Alaska. He was in Alaska speaking about September 11th. And, and look, I'm very hesitant to criticize anybody for remarks that they make about September 11th, positive or negative, because I, I kind of think it um, it's uh, it's supposed to be it's such a, a sacred day and such a personal day and such a sad day that I don't like to criticize how anybody chooses to mourn, how anybody chooses to remember it. So I was reluctant to even mention this, but I uh, I thought this was I thought this was very strange. Here's a little bit of what uh, of what President Biden said yesterday in Alaska. Brown Zero in New York. And I remember standing there the next day and looking at the building. I felt like I was looking through the gates of hell. It looked so devastating because the way you could away from where you could stand. Now, it's an interesting thing. I'm going to play this again. But essentially, President Biden said he was in New York the day after September 11th, September 12th. Brown Zero in New York. And I remember standing there the next day and looking at the building. I felt like I was looking through the gates of hell. It looked so devastating because the way you could away from where you could stand. The thing that's amazing to me about this is that Joe Biden was not in New York on September 12th. He was in Washington, D.C., it, it's I don't I don't have a secret person informing me of this. He was publicly in Washington D.C. He spoke in Washington D.C. on the floor of the Senate, and there's no evidence at all that he, you know, that he was in New York. Um, so I'm trying to figure out what we heard yesterday. So are we seeing that, uh, I mean, look, there's a couple of scenarios. Either Biden made something up, he lied about being there the next day, or he didn't remember. Now, I think of everyone that was old enough to remember September 11th, that day and the following days, they're seared into your memory. They've got to be the most memorable days that there are in my life. I remember what I what I had for for, uh, you know, after I ate when I came home that day. I remember everything about it so vividly. Um, so I'm not sure which is worse, whether Biden, the president, didn't remember or whether he made it up. Either way, I find it very disturbing. 
Now, um, in President Biden's defense, the White House did put out a statement because I'm not the only person questioning this. A lot of people have. The White House did put out a uh, statement where they included an article from CNN that showed 38 senators visited the wreckage in New York City on September 20th. So maybe that's what he's remembering. I'm trying to be as charitable as possible here. Maybe he was there not the next day, but nine days later, and it still looked as he described. Brown's there in New York, and I remember standing there the next day and looking at the building. I felt like I was looking through the gates of hell. It looked so devastating because the way you could away from where you could stand. So um, maybe maybe he meant September 20th, but that's a pretty big thing to misremember. And if he really didn't remember that, uh, I don't know what that says about. And again, I'm not one of these guys that loves to say President Biden's incompetent or anything like that. I think that raises serious questions and about his mental and cognitive abilities, and his memory. I mean, that's a big thing. Uh, I mean, to be in the wrong city on September 12th from where you thought you were, unless you think I'm making too much of it, um, maybe the difference between September 12th and September 20th is negligible. I I don't want to be unfair to the fella, uh, the, the president, but I'm curious what you think. About this. 800-848-9222. I thought it was very peculiar. I thought it was suspect because I'd never heard him say that before. I thought it was suspect immediately. Um, immediately. All right. Um, speaking of presidents saying things that uh, that I found a little peculiar, President Bush, who was actually, of course, the president on September 11th, he spoke. Uh, oh, by the way, we're going to go through the mail in just a bit. If you want to, uh, if you want to, you can email me frank.morano at redappleaudionetworks.com. We will read through as many of your uh, as many of your emails and snail mail as possible. We have some snail mail and so forth, but uh, we'll get to that. President Bush spoke. He was being interviewed, and he had some. Very interesting comments. Let me see if I could see where he was being uh, he was being interviewed. He he was speaking at the um, uh, where was this? I'm not sure, but he was being interviewed. It looks like it's the Victor Pinchik Foundation. Victor Pinchik Foundation, and they were discussing Yalta European strategy, and he was speaking to an audience in Kiev about the situation with Ukraine and Russia. And this is what President Bush, uh, this is what President Bush said. This is an empire builder. It has nothing to do, it's a convenient excuse for uh, uh, Putin's people and uh, and critics of U.S. policy. Uh, no, this was not provocative. He, he, he told me that his dog was bigger than my dog way before uh, the opportunity to get into NATO, and I say that seriously, that this, this has been on his mind, the the fact that he uh, uh, was part of a diminished power and he wanted to uh, reinstate Russian glory. And so I, I find that, I don't think that's anything close to the truth. 
So President Bush is talking about what, what NATO had to do with Putin's decision to invade Ukraine. President Bush, speaking to this audience in Kiev, claims to know that Putin is all wet about this, says NATO had nothing to do with Putin's decision to invade Ukraine because he looked in Putin's eyes and saw his soul, or as President Bush says, and seen his soul. And also because one time Putin told him his dog was bigger than Bush's dog. It's just interesting to me, uh, and he was being interviewed by David Rubenstein, the co-founder of the Carlyle Group. It's interesting to me that... um, the liberals or the left who at one time wouldn't be caught dead agreeing with President Bush's foreign policy prescriptions are today in perfect 100 percent harmony with him. And the same goes for the Germans and the French who President Bush chastises for standing in the way of NATO expansion back in 2008. So in this conversation with uh, David Rubenstein, the co-founder of the Carlyle Group, which is a giant private equity firm with longstanding connections to the Bush family. Rubenstein is known to frequent the Bush estate in Kenny Bunkport, and he once took President Bush's mother, Barbara Bush, on a safari. And it was an interesting interview, and President Bush actually said by the end of his presidency, Putin's soul darkened because he became infected with power money, and perhaps sex. That's Bush psychoanalyzing Putin. Putin invaded Ukraine, he says, because the U.S. needlessly pulled out of Afghanistan and wasn't willing to honor its commitment to girls and women. 